you want to just start now and then, you know. How many fingers that is am I holding up? Three equals five. Blowing my eardrum down. Three equals five. Three equals five. Three equals five. Welcome back. We have a guest today. His name is Jay. Hello, y'all. Tell us a little about yourself, man. Uh, well, I'm Jay. I've been in the military and security industry for a little over 20 years. Cool. And uh, just the average Joe on the street who likes to drink beer and read the news and uh, interested in where our country is right now and how it's evolved over the last uh, probably about 10 years especially. Mm. Okay. Anything in particular that pops out to you in 10 years? Well, um, I mean, if you look at everyday news right now, it's 50% of the country thinks the other half is racist. Uh, everybody's entitled to everything if you're a particular skin color. And woke is a good word until it's not a good word. So you're yeah, like, go woke, go broke kind of thing? Yep. No, <laughs> that's why uh, I just don't watch the news. That's my solution to all that. Oh. Tom, what do you think, man? Uh, there's plenty of craziness going around for everybody. That's for sure. Um, I, my general take, as y'all know, is that everybody is led by their preconceived notions and their emotions, and nobody takes the time in general, obviously generalizing there. The vast majority of individuals never question their thoughts or feelings, and they never look into background information. So it's going along with whatever group in this total adrenaline hit of, I say this, people reinforce it, I'm good to go. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being wrong is never fun. If I can be right all the fucking time, isn't that the best, uh, isn't that the best way to go? No. Uh, no? I'm wired differently, apparently, but I... Uh, like being challenged on things and I like finding out that, Hey, maybe I was wrong and, uh, I've learned something. Huh. Mm. That's interesting. So there was a young man, uh, that just got acquitted of all charges. I think his name is Rittenhouse. Yes. Yeah. What, uh, what's your take on that? Well, uh, I think we can sum up maybe one side of the opinion in a, uh, headline that I just saw, or at least the title of an article from the New York Daily News. Quote, Kyle, Ritten, Kyle Rittenhouse is no hero. He's a gun-toting, cop-loving product of white privilege who thinks a piece of property matters more than the life of a black man. End quote. That person is a fucking moron. <laughs> well, Because nowhere in the case did he kill somebody to protect property. Nowhere. Right. right. It was it, he was protecting himself from severe bodily harm or death. Yeah, and and so that's the kind of stuff that we're hearing right now. And how did a black guy get pulled into that? There was because, no black guy involved in because there, yeah, the, it was a group of white guys. Yes, but it came right? out of uh, George Floyd, and supposedly that these were um, all the spark riots after that, what? and then the guy in Kenosha that got um, Jacob Blake. Yeah, got okay. You know, I know he was doing wonderful things and was not like what trying to steal a car with a child and he just raped a woman took her keys and then was trying to run off with the kids as well and then grabbed a knife and ended up getting shot excellent yeah, yeah. so uh, you know not exactly a uh, savory character there were a lot of uh, protests and stuff that came about after that but regardless it seems to be framed that Kyle Rittenhouse went there to uh, upend the protests against the killing of an individual that BLM and some other groups have taken as, a, I'd say, a front point of their propaganda. Yeah, so he was providing aid um, to the protesters that were out there mm -hmm. uh, and anybody else, really. So, and he was putting out fires. And, I mean, if you want to call that vigilante justice, putting out fires... I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, you're out there on your own doing it, but is that unheard of? If, well, if well, the guy that he shot and lived was basically the same as him, right? Wasn't he like a trained yes. paramedic or something? Well, okay, and so he Rittenhouse, was was well? not, Rittenhouse was not a trained yeah. medic. He's a 17-year-old kid, right? He was, a, he was a lifeguard. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, but Which he's, is so, fuck all. But he did come out there with an aid bag, and, yes. and he was providing assistance, and he was invited out there. I yes. like how uh, apparently you need to have some sort of governmental stamp of approval Ooh. to render aid. Thank Ooh. you, Mike, once again. Always going for big government and some sort of group not what I'm domination saying. saying you have to have that before you can render aid or do anything. I never said anything to that effect at all. Well, you seem to imply it at least because you were like, well, no, he was just no, a 17-year-old no. kid. He Screw is, him. That That's empirical fact. He's a 17-year-old kid. Yeah, but what did you say along with that? No, he's not. He's just a 17-year-old kid. Yeah. So a 17-year-old kid mean can't render aid? No, I didn't say that at all. I think he can. Now, look, Kyle Rittenhouse didn't do anything illegal. I think we can establish that, right? Fact. That's a that's just a fact. Well, he was found not guilty, so I think we can all yeah that's, right. That's a pretty easy one. Yeah. So the, the main debate, argument, the yeah, debate is is whether like we think it was, and this is what's going on in the country, and obviously they're they're skewing things in a way to kind of defend this position. When it's look, your moral compass says that either a yes he should have been there and there was nothing wrong with what happened, or b maybe he shouldn't have been there. So that was laid out in the case, right? So when you're talking about the ability to keep and bear arms, right? Mm -hmm. Every state has different laws uh, for this, right? So on the West Coast, like I like to refer to, it's pretty common in most areas to see people carrying around weapons, okay? Yeah. Um, and they can move freely between state lines and all that jazz and, you know, do whatever they want with their weapons on them. Um there's no way you can improve approve intent if that is your inalienable right as a U.S. citizen. Agreed. So just because he's walking around in an area, no, it doesn't mean that he should or shouldn't be there. Now, he can be there if he wants to. He's a U.S. citizen. He can he can go there and put out fires if he wants to. He can walk around next to the protesters if he wants to. Yeah. Well, one of the, uh, one of the things that came out during the trial, which is uh, very interesting, is you always hear the mainstream media talking about, oh, he crossed state lines, crossing state lines. Had nothing to do with it. Had nothing to do with it. Why? He literally lived 25 miles away, and that was his dad's hometown. That's where he played. That's where he, he worked sometimes. Yep. It was right down the street from where his father lived. So he— Cross state lines, it was like crossing from one side of the city to the other. Exactly. So it wasn't like the way the media sold it, which is, hey, he picked up his gun from Texas and drove all the way to go get into a gunfight. But that is the way the media is shaping that argument. Oh, he crossed state lines. Okay, he walked or he drove 20 miles on the other side of the town. Yeah. So he had the right to be there with his gun regardless of where it is because you're right. Second Amendment, we're free to free to do that, free to be where we are. Yeah. But, but they're shaping that narrative using those key words and leaving off all of the actual facts that go along with it. Right, yeah. right. And now legally, I think now it's pretty much a settled case. Yeah, it uh, is. But there are people that are pushing for a Department of Justice inquiry into this. So yeah. they want really? to bring federal out, charges. They want to bring federal charges against him based off of uh, a lot of tertiary information. Would this be um, new stuff? Because double jeopardy is absolutely a thing. He can't be tried. No, they, they can charge uh, him for affiliation. They can charge him yeah. for a lot of different things. Different okay. charges. D well, that's what I mean. Different state charges. versus federal. So I think that's a travesty if they go through with that. I, I'm not disagreeing. Actually, uh, I this seems very. The point that came out to me on all of this is what Jay was just talking about, the crossing state lines. So if you look at the uh, the Commerce Act, and this gets into all sorts of nexus with um, Canada geese. <laughs> You're going to have to explain that Wait, one. And environmental what? regulations. Unpack that a little bit. Basically, yeah. uh, after the Civil War, the states' rights went down the tube so to speak, at least in the common understanding, uh, because we were no longer these United States. We were the United States, as in separate states that were all together in a bit of a united framework under the Constitution, previously under the Confederation. And no longer was that the case, at least, again, in sort of the common understanding that we were all one in one country. Well, if you start talking about crossing state lines, I'm all in favor of that, man. Hey, I am 100% in favor of the individual states being able to pass laws where 
Another state has a completely different law. And just because you are a citizen of the United States doesn't mean that you don't have to respect the laws of the individual states. So normally the thing that the left is completely against, they were champion here. And nobody, I mean, nobody I've heard has brought that up. Yeah. I th- John and I talked about this last night too. I, You know, one of the big things that you hear like all this hardcore rhetoric from other states, right? Like from New York or big cities and things like that. And what people aren't right. taking into account is like the kid at Kyle Rittenhouse was not subject to New York state law. He was subject to Wisconsin law. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's something that we need to pay attention to. Like the laws in Wisconsin are different than they are here in this state or New York or California or wherever you're at. Yeah, so uh, tying this back into what Tom was saying, though, uh, states have the ability to restrict or, um, you know, increase liberty as as it right. pertains to the Second Amendment. Um, and they have been acting on that for a long time now. Uh, and if a state wants open carry all the way down to 16, if they want, yeah. um, they can have that. Exactly. And that's completely within their legal rights. Uh I, I think the big push that's going to be happening uh, coming up, if I'm going to prognosticate a little bit, this is going to be a huge gun rights battle in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that, I think that's why you saw such a push by the left on this to make it about white supremacy. And this, you know, this particular piece where this 17-year-old kid at the time had a, a scary AR-15 and defended himself, he was able to do that because he had that weapon. Otherwise is likely he would have died. So this shows that because of the Second Amendment, U.S. citizens can defend themselves. They don't have to rely on the government when the government backs off and lets Kenosha burn. Yeah. And we're talking state and local government at this point. I don't think there was any federal involvement except for uh, UAVs uh, in the area. Yeah, the feds. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyways, about that. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, yeah, so if he was limited, let's say he was uh, under California law and he only had five rounds. He was only allowed to carry five rounds. Uh, he wouldn't be here today. He'd be dead. Yeah, probably. How many rounds did he get off? I didn't think he got off that many. Uh, seven or eight, I think. He put four. Oh, I think. <laughs> I think. He put four into the pedo. Yeah. Um, one I or maybe two into the skateboard guy and then one through the arm of uh, the guy who pointed his pistol. Uh, one one through the skateboard guy, just one. It was one shot to the chest. Okay. And then there was a jump kick man, if you watched the trials. Yep, yep. Two shots went in his direction. Oh, I didn't realize that he got shot at. Yep, he got okay. shot at twice. Um, and then one shot into the bicep of uh, Royce Kreutz. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Royce Kreutz, uh, the guy that pulled the pistol, pistol on him. Okay. Yep. So if he was under California law and only had five rounds, he would have been dead because those last shots went towards defending himself from a weapon. Yeah. A lethal weapon. You know, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's arguable. Those, all those shots were, with the exception of maybe the first one, because I didn't see, uh, the pedo didn't well, have. Well, fear of, fear of uh, severe bodily injury could be met with the rest of those. Yeah, the, well, the skateboard was definitely, I, I've seen arguments on Twitter. Well, it's just a skateboard. Yeah, well, it's a club. You know yeah. how they kept repeating, yeah. is it a club? Is it a bat? Is it a this? It yeah. is a that. And that, the prosecution uh, kept on trying to, you know, hit this home. And it's like, that's a fucking skateboard. Yeah, nobody's it's got metal trucks on it. I'm not even worried about the metal trucks. I'm worried about the skate tape. Anybody who's ever yeah. been hit <laughs> yeah. with a yeah. fucking skateboard uh, knows that your skin's going with it. Right. Um, more like just the truck, because you know he's holding it like this, and he's coming down on that. Oh, no. Uh, Anytime I've ever seen somebody swing a skateboard, it's always tape side out, because that shit, like, it mm. grips. Well, and, and I've the never argument, insulted anybody with a skateboard, so I trust no. you, Mike. Apparently, you've got experience in this. But, but I'll go play by about. play. The <laughs> argument, the argument was pretty ridiculous, though. Absolutely. Yeah. And he, you know, the prosecutor kept on repeating over and over again. Well, it wasn't a device that was intended to do harm. Then Therefore, well, right. What is what is the point if you're if you're swinging if it's not intended to do harm? Why are you trying to hit somebody with it? Well, exactly. Then it becomes that thing. Exactly. Once you act that way, exactly. like a screwdriver is meant to screw things into a wall or a piece a of wood, and it could become a weapon depending on how you're using it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that argument was bogus and he said it over and over the, and the over whole prosecution, again. With the, everything about the prosecution, the way they presented themselves, the way they acted, it was amateur night uh, from the when they did the really small grainy video and did clip by clip by clip or frame by frame by frame trying to sell it that he's now – He's, he's pointing at the, the pedo. Forgive me. I don't know his name. Don't forgive me. He's a pedo. Um, Rosenbaum. Thank you. Rosenbaum. 
but convicted pedophile five times five times excellent oh, yeah boys oh, like 11 years old and stuff he dated women to get to the boys that's fucking yeah. disgusting. Not, not, See, this is nobody. Uh, a, a huge part of the populace doesn't hear anything about this. They're labeled as heroes fighting for social justice. I don't think anybody in this situation is a hero. Not them guys. I don't think Kyle is. Kyle was he a card? Yeah. Was they he a have been actually promoted member? as heroes. That's disgusting. Tom, was he a card carrying Mambla member? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the, the map or whatever it is? The, uh, the new, what, yeah, what the acronyms. Yeah. Oh, oh, that Mambla. that professor uh, got suspended. Yeah, I heard that. That's ODU fantastic. Dude. Yeah. Well, I wasn't tracking this. Okay, uh, so you, there, there you, was a story. There was a professor that was, uh, I guess, normalizing um, people who are attracted to minors. I, I, right? would, I will say, and yeah. I hate yeah. to say this in the guy's yeah. defense, but what he was stating was if you want to treat, there's a difference between committing a crime and actually having a deviant urge. So... Just because somebody had attraction, and so this is like what I was talking about before with, you know, a dog that gets rabies or something. Uh, there are certain cases where if you were born with these predilections, though the vast majority of society would see that as disgusting, and the vast majority of society would understand how that is harmful to the group, they are born with this. At least, I'm assuming they're born with something. I mean, it's not a normal behavior. They're jacked up messed up in the head somehow. So what he was trying to say is if well, I understand, because I read back through this, you cannot effectively treat those individuals and you cannot effectively deal with those individuals to prevent harm to others if they are pushed into the shadows. So this gets along the lines of free speech. If you don't allow open conversation about this, then you're going to set up the stage where these people are not going to get the treatment they need and you're going to have more children victimized. At least that's what he seemed to be stating. Now, whether he believes that or not, I don't know. But I think he could have gone about it in a much better way. I think there was a bunch of knee-jerk reaction to that. But in that general sense, I, I agree with that. I mean, there are people left and right with mental illnesses that need help. And I certainly want... Any system set up that it will protect the victim, even if it's uncomfortable in the forefront with what we have to deal with. Okay, so that's just dealing with mental health issues in general. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's, that that's another episode. I would say that framing it in that way, um, and I'm, I'm going to stick by this, is normalizing things, right? So if you if you think about CRT in schools, right, they are trying to normalize certain systems certain understandings of the way society is, right? And the more you do that, the more it has an apparent effect in that society. And they know that they're doing this. So, yes, I agree from a mental health standpoint, that makes sense. We should definitely um, understand, acknowledge, and try to deter these kinds of behaviors, right? But I don't think it was pre presented in that way. Uh, uh, looking back at it, I think that it was it was actually presented in that way. It was probably not presented. The individual that presented it sparked a big reaction. But let's say you have somebody that you know is a pedophile. They have pedophilic or however you want to say it, uh, predilections. If you know that versus you don't know that, it would seem that society in general would be safer. Yeah, but how would you know that? Self-identification? Uh, I don't know. But I think if they went and got treatment, if they were more open about it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Interesting. Okay. I mean, maybe. Maybe. So, I mean, yeah, let's tie that back to Second Amendment rights. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Do it. I dare so you. The I case. dare you. <laughs> well, if anything's going to get some hate mail, it's my apparent support yeah. for pedophiles or and something like that. That's not what Tom was saying at all. Um yeah, as always, please do your own research with this kind of stuff because uh, we do read a lot. And um, he was bringing up some very interesting points about that, even though I think everybody can agree we yeah. don't support that. No. So, so. The, well, we, have, we have we have laws in in you know the social uh, norm is that fucking having sex with a non consenting uh, minor is fucking wrong. Well, even a disgusting. consenting minor under a certain well, level yes. is I. 
you right. know, consenting, non-consenting, it doesn't fucking matter. They're a minor. But the reason we brought that up was because, as uh, Jay pointed out, one of the individuals that was shot by Rittenhouse was a multiple offender of rape against young boys. Yes. And so I think, you know, trying to defend him in some kind of narrative is fucking wrong, but also like saying that it's okay that he got shot because he's a pedophile. Like that's a, mm. I, I agree on both. Camps. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that is also not the point. Uh, the fact that he was actively engaged in trying to do severe bodily harm to Rittenhouse is the fact that he got shot four times, yep. period. End of story, regardless of who they are, he could have been a war hero. doesn't matter. Right. You know, well, at the, and at the time of the shooting, none of this was known, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How, how would he know? Well, if he had had the uh, I'm a pedophile thing. Over yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Self-identification. The, the I like it. We're just going to get little, little bit, not, not, stars, letters. <laughs> not stars of David, but something close. You know, we have to mark these you people, know, you know, brand around the neck or something. I don't know, I, yeah. That's all. Awesome. Yeah, way to be libertarian there, Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then uh, we'd have to have the maybe branding, I guess, tattoos, because then if you got effective treatment, you could have it removed. Jesus Christ, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm just, you know, would you, would these, throwing would, out options. I'm all about numbers? options. The United States of the Third Reich. <laughs> would would these the be serial numbers, Tom? Well, maybe on the wrist area. Maybe tattoos. I'm thinking more barcode. That's why it's a little anonymous, but the scan drone scanners will get you in there. Oh, yeah. There Back we go. The neck. Oh, yeah. Yes, geez. <laughs> well, we said we're slightly dystopian. So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so these mass riots coast to coast, right? That happened after this, um, ha a you know, uh, the jury came out and acquitted, you know, Colorado House of all charges, right? Have they? Have there been. Big riot, mass riots, coast to coast, everywhere. No. Well, Every I mean, if you go on Fox or if you go on co CNN, coming to a town near you, that is exactly what they're saying. That is exactly what they're saying. And I looked at this, and I looked at the maps and everything. There was a few windows broken. There was a couple of stores that have, uh, you know, been looted. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, there was this, very like, little. Is this in Kenosha or is this in other no. places? No, no, I think it was like Portland or Portland, Portland yeah, San Francisco, Francisco, New York. Yep, go ahead. Uh, that's pretty much the major ones. I don't remember the major, yeah, the major ones. Now, cool. Chicago, there was a march that had a interaction with the police, but there was no description for it as far as I could see what that interaction was. Probably some yelling, pushing, shoving. Yeah. But, I mean, this is not this is not coast-to-coast -coast, uh Right. You know, it wasn't unrest. 20, this is, it wasn't 2020 in Kenosha. No. It's coast no. and coast. Which, which is interesting because if you see the people that are coming out and um, particularly on Twitter or even their messaging out of the White House and Kamala Harris and such, they're being very provocative in their language. Still going with Kyle Rittenhouse as a white supremacist and this is a dangerous precedent for white supremacists thinking they can just go and shoot shoot people and how only black people are convicted. And this is coming out of the highest levels of the government. False framing, false narrative. So you agreed. Yeah. So what, but what is the difference? Because so was Jacob Blake. And so was... So uh, what do you think? Why do you think that well, there's not been widespread uh, riots? Personally, I think the trial, more, more people saw the trial uh, and saw the ridiculous evidence that was that was purported by the uh, yeah. prosecution. The other part of that, I think you also had a we weren't locked down, um, and the narrative that was pushed for for Jacob Blake and for um, George Floyd yeah. wasn't there just seeping into you through every piece of media because people are out living their lives. Yeah. So that's why I think, but I honestly don't know because some of it doesn't make sense. I, I well, would generally agree with that. I think just like uh, what I'm saying, most people never look at the background information. This was such a big deal that they were actually watching it, and then... Some of them said, you know, honestly, I know it was hard for a lot of people that have made up their minds, but said, hmm, maybe this is not what I thought it was. Yeah. yeah so one of the highest profile uh, people that did that and came out uh, was from the Young Turks. Yeah. Uh, uh, Anita. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Kasparian. Kasparian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are the Young Turks? What is that? Uh, <laughs> don't say you don't watch it eight hours a day. I don't. <laughs> So left, right, center, oh, left, far very, left, very left. Okay. Uh, the okay. Young Turks was a revolutionary <laughs> movement. Yeah, like committed <laughs> genocide against yeah. the Armenians. Yeah. Oh, really? That's yeah. where they're taking the name from? Yes. Yes. Uh, well, I think they have a different uh, take on it. 
But yes, that yeah, is obviously. the Young Turks. Ugh, fuck the Turkish government. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, a little, a little spicy this morning, yeah. aren't we? I got, I got strong feelings on that. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> uh, exposure can, uh, yeah, can do things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but people, high profile, high profile people that were, I mean, just bashing this kid. Uh, actually had an opportunity to watch the trial and they, they were probably like, you know, having popcorn and like, yeah, get them, get them. And then they realized, oh, there's nothing here. And I, I was lied to. And I think to yeah. her credit, yeah. um, that was, she fully stated, I saw a little clip. She fully stated more than once that context matters. The facts matter. I mean, paraphrasing here. And she said more than once I was wrong. Like she, I admitted she didn't look into it and said she was wrong more than once. Yes. Well, I think it's indicative, like we talked about, like where these, where the riots are taking place, right? So we said, like, what, New York, Portland? They're not even riots. Or or demonstrations or outbursts. I would say that it's no more um, of a crime increase than an average day would be anyways in these cities right now. Yeah. Because Portland's always having problems. (laughs) San Francisco really has a lot of problems. But, you you know, you get a a large group of fairly liberal people, and, like, this dials back into, like, the state law thing because, you know, they feel like a certain way because the the laws where they live are a certain way. Uh And in Wisconsin, it's fucking different. Well, I think they are trying to – this is what I think, my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. But I think – based off of the verbiage coming out of certain places in the government, they want people to rally behind this cause and they want people to go out and demonstrate. Oh yeah. If yeah, you're, I'll if you're trying you. to go after, you know, uh, gun reform and all that stuff, like, yeah, this is absolutely something that you're going to latch on to. Set, it's setting the narrative. It's yeah, setting exactly. The narrative exactly for that. And that's the first part is you have to have a cause. Yeah. So I think it did. Um, there, you know, there's a little bit of truth in a lot of things that were said too. It's going to, you know, prevent people from wanting to go out and uh, exercise their First Amendment uh, rights, free speech, uh, you know, in protest of whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't think it's going to inhibit people from actively protesting. I think it will inhibit people from actively rioting and burning down cities. Yeah. Yeah. So that does set a precedent, so to speak, but it just reinforces self-defense. So now that these kids are out there and they say, oh, we run these towns, this is ours, a cob, and all that nonsense, Right. Well, now they know that civilians have been reaffirmed in the fact that they can defend themselves. So funny you say that. So I'm looking at, at a tweet from Sank Yeager, the head of the young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ch- Chank or whatever. Chank, yeah, yep. Chank, whatever his name is. Rittenhouse walks. I don't blame the jury at all. It was a tough call, tough case. But this is going to set awful precedent. Right wing is going to feel emboldened to walk in anywhere with a weapon and just look for an excuse to use it. Provocation with weapons has become self-defense now. I, exactly what you just said. That's that's the talking point. And there's yeah. a whole, I don't know, what's this, 16 tweets by well-named blue check, checkmark and people in the government all pretty much. Oh, this is being thing. pushed. Like yeah. I said, this it's is. A, it's a narrative. Yes. Yes. I think we saw that, though, from the, the get-go, you know, even before the trial concluded. Yeah. I think you could argue that. I mean, because, look, 17-year-old kid goes to a fucking riot armed, like, not illegal, but maybe not like a fucking great decision. I don't know. It, it, no, it is a good decision. That's fully within his rights. I would I, say, go ahead. Yeah, and you can go either way on it, right? Well, I'm staking my claim on that. He has just as much much of a right to go out there and do that as anybody else did going and protesting. Yeah, no, okay? I agree. Fine. The break point so, for me is when the local law enforcement did not stop it. Yeah. So when the local law enforcement abdicates their duty, Screw that. That is the citizenry that are responsible for keeping law and order. No, I agree with that. Well, think about it. Uh, was it the retired? Absolutely. Black, the retired black police officer uh, who was defending his store was killed. Oh, Dur- Dern or Dunn or whatever? Dunn, yeah, Dunn, I think it was like his friend's store, wasn't it? Mr. It, Lee or something no, like I that? I thought it was his own store. Well, no, he was, he was a police officer for over like 20 plus years, and retired. he was just helping. He was retired, yeah, and he was yeah. just helping provide security. Yeah. And uh, people came in and tried to steal some TVs or whatever like that, and he got shot. Yeah. Was that four years ago or something like that? Oh, that was 2020. That oh, was, really? Is it that, that recent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, huh. that, but that's that's exactly it. The police pulled back. They didn't. The governor or the mayor gave them kind of free reign. Do what you're going to do for the riots. And that was right outside. Was it Chicago? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, give me a second. I'll find out. But I think that was Kenosha as well. Donald Dorn or Dorn. anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, while you're looking that up, uh, Jay, let me get back to the. Um, states' rights, and the right of travel. So 
This is from uh, Georgetown Law, which is a uh, definitely left of center uh, educational body. In 1941, well, let me go, but I'll go back up to the title in a minute. But in 1941, the court declared, the court being Supreme Court, declared unconstitutional California's restriction upon the migration of the Okies, whose travails are famously documented in The Grapes of Wrath. Justice Douglas referred to the right of free movement as a right of national citizenship, and the rights of the migrants were upheld under the Commerce Clause, which were referred to earlier. Going on, the Privileges and Immunities Clause protects the rights of U.S. citizens who are also who are each also the citizens of a state against discriminatory treatment under the law of a different state. In 1985 case, the court found the Privileges and Immunities Clause prohibited discrimination against a non-resident except where there is a substantial reason for the difference in treatment and there is discrimination practice against non-residents against non-residents bears a substantial relationship to the state's objective. In deciding whether discrimination bears a close or substantial relationship to the state's objective, the court has considered the availability of less restrictive means. Side note, a lot of legal talks there. Summarizing, the baseline then is that freedom of movement within and between states is constitutionally protected. Period. Boom. Crossing state lines, crossing state lines. <laughs> Great applause. <laughs> actually, but I am actually. I don't think there's anything wrong with him crossing state I lines. I am. I see. I take uh, objection to this. I am very much states' rights, and if a state, for whatever reason, feels that they need to shut their borders for the interest of their citizenry, more power to them. Yeah. But that is not the current state of case law as we have it but those those states laws though they do vary and just because you have the right to to cross states you want to be able to close it down i think that's something that can happen i know it was entertained last year i want to say new york and maine or new york and massachusetts one of them won the closed down because they didn't like the people from the other place because of covid all the goodness all right so that was what this was about the the title this which i forgot to um to read out the, the right to travel and national quarantines coronavirus tests the limits uh and again this is from georgetown law it doesn't have a date here but um if you search georgetown law and right to travel and national quarantines i'm sure it will pop up so but looking at from, from gun rights issues um just do your concealed carry permit right here in north carolina your concealed carry permit is reciprocal pretty much south and West of Texas. Yeah, you can look up where you have reciprocity yeah. in other states. And but the and in order to get that, it's it's very. I mean, you have to do an hour class and some shooting and stuff like that. Whatever, whatever it is, I can't remember. But you go to states like I want to say it's uh, Montana. You can conceal carry. You don't need a right thing at all. So yeah, yeah. they call it constitutional carry. There's exactly. been a bunch of states. Uh, that have well, it's, it. it's more specific than that. It's a can issue and shall issue. Yeah, I thought it was May. Like yeah, New Jersey is the most restrictive in the country, isn't it? Yeah, May and shall. So a shall issue means that the state has no ability to restrict your your um, Second Amendment rights, right? And the other is basically we are going to put uh, barriers in front of you and exercise in your Second Amendment right. So, But it even gets down to the local level because you go to Cumberland County versus Moore County. Yep. Uh, Brendan Mon just got his concealed carry, carry permit down in uh, Cumberland County, and it took him six months to get it. Where if you go to Moore County, it takes less than a month. Yeah, and this is very interesting because they're going to be fighting this. Uh, they, being the government, uh, fighting more uh, federal gun restrictions and everything. Right? They're going to be fighting for it, and the interest in restricting gun control right now has dropped significantly, significantly over the last year and a half. That's because these inner cities have saw, seen riots, seen what can happen when police do nothing, and they want to be able to defend themselves. So I think they're they're going to lose this battle outright. Oh, Haven't yeah, there the, been the, like the, historic uh, gun sales like since 2020? Yes. Yeah. The uh, minority populations are going to be the ones that are most adversely affected by any sort of gun restrictions. I mean, they are. If you're talking about socioeconomically disadvantaged individuals that are living in high crime areas, well, those are disproportionately uh, as we would call them, people of color is the current term. And so if they can't defend themselves when the cops aren't there because 
they don't respond in time. Uh, I'm sorry, grandma needs to have a 45 <laughs> or pump shotgun or whatever she can hold to defend the house. Well, if I was a person of color, I would probably be worried about having a gun, especially if the cops were around. You would be worried about having one? Yeah. In your own house? We can, we can talk about this at a different time, but yeah, I think that, look, dude, there were guys in New York City getting shot for pulling out a cell phone that the cops thought was a gun. So do you and have, he wasn't doing anything. Do you have statistics to back up your point? It seems like you're saying there's a differential in treatment. No, no, I'm not. I don't have any statistics. This is all anecdotal in news articles that I've seen over the years. So, no, I'm not going to try to establish a trend with facts, Tom. <laughs> God forbid we do that. He backed off of that one pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> no, but I still think, you know, my personal opinion is that is very much the case. I, you know, great things about opinions and we know what they are. So if somebody is going to make a bold claim, I think they need to have bold evidence to support it. Okay. Possibly. So you guys want to try something a little different um, and uh, try to call out to somebody that's uh, on the West Coast and see what they feel about it? Are they in a riot uh, currently? Huh? Are they in a riot currently? No, they're not <laughs> in a riot. Not in a riot. Not even a protest? Um, can, yeah, they, can they start one? <laughs> Well, Bart Bart could probably start his own riot. Yeah, he was he used to be a pit boss in Vegas, and now he works up in Washington. Really? So, yeah. last name not Simpson. No, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. It would be very interesting, you know. But no, keep talking. I'm just wondering if you guys want to try to do that or not. Uh, good with me. All right. Good with me. Yeah, I I think the outcome of the Rittenhouse trial will actually be, I think, uh, sort of along the lines of what Jay was talking about. Uh, there were some factors that resulted in um, uh, we're not getting hey, Bart, the big riots. Bart, can you hear me? There will be a dampening down you. of All right. uh, Keep violent going, behavior, you might say. Yeah. All right. We got Bart on the line. Hey, Bart. Welcome to 3 equals hey. 5. Two equals five, huh? Three right, equals like five. Yeah, like 1984. Three yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, 1984. That's it. That's it. Very. So what are we discussing today, guys? Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, man. What's your take? Um, dumb kid. <laughs> no doubt about it. Agreed. He should have never been there. All but right. that wasn't murder. Uh, yeah, he, he shouldn't have been there, obviously, but he was. I think there's a lesson for everyone to take from this. Number one. Breaking windows, burning buildings, looting, and rioting is not a protest. It's a terrorist act. And number two, don't attack a guy with a gun with your skateboard. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I see it. That's fair. I don't know. What's your take? No, it, we, we kind of all came to the pretty much the same conclusion, um, except that I, I feel he had a right to be there. So uh, yes. Second Amendment right says that you're able to travel with a gun and open carry in that state. He had every right to be there just like anybody else did. My, yeah, my, oh, I agree with that 100%. I just yeah. think it was dumb because he was a kid. I would have never let my kid go there. Well, with but the 17, thing is, you can go to yeah, work. right. The thing is, and I know, I know at least one of you has experienced some serious combat. Uh, uh, three out the of the fact four. Of the matter, oh, okay, three <laughs> out of the four. Okay. Yep. Well, this is one of the matters that uh, I didn't. I don't hear people talking about. You got a kid, seventeen years old. Likely no combat training whatsoever. And he is now holding a gun and he is under attack. First guy tried to get the gun from him. What's on his mind? I'll tell you what's on my mind. Somebody gets this gun out of my hands and I'm going to die with it. So, uh, yeah, I'm shooting anybody gets close enough to take my gun away. That would just be my take on it. And I think that completely justifies his reaction to their attacks. No, I think when you, you state it like that, it makes a lot of sense. To, but I'll, I'll even go a step further in saying the fact that he waited as long as he did before opening fire and trying to flee says more about the kid's wherewithal and, and his guts because, I mean, it's a scary situation. Someone's coming at you. He could easily have just started plowing, yeah. but he didn't. He controlled himself. He did what he had to do, and then he tried to exfil the area. And that says, exactly. that says that tells him as a person going, hey, I'm not in this for I'm not here just to get in the gunfights and do what the prosecution said. So, I mean, it says a lot. Exactly. He and, and, but the way that the media in America and, you know, I'm going to tell you guys something. I was a precinct committee officer for the Democrat 
committee here in Whatcom County. I am a Jeffersonian liberal who is now completely homeless politically because these freaking nut jobs have literally hijacked our fucking party and are coming up with some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. And I think, I don't know what we're going to do. You know, I'm fiscally conservative, uh, but yeah, these ideas that these guys got, like a riot is not a protest. That's not a peaceful protest. You know what I mean? When you block the freeway traffic, you don't have the rights afforded to a protester by the constitution. Cause you're not a protester. You're a terrorist. And I think everybody <laughs> needs to say it really loud. Yeah. Not yeah. Exactly, I don't like uh, terrorists. Peaceably assembling as I understand it. Yeah. yeah that is exactly what the constitution states. And yeah. the thing is, and this goes for the knuckle draggers that attacked the Capitol building. That is not a constitutional right either. By the way, and something I would encourage everybody to learn about is what a constitutional convention is, because we do have the constitutional right to completely overthrow this government. And it's not supposed to be done with guns. We need to get two thirds of the people and two thirds of the state to agree on something, which, by the way, by design, your media and your freaking churches are never going to let happen. But if we can do it, we can amend the Constitution ourselves. Hell yeah. Right? We That's can, what I'm talking we can about. do away with Citizens United completely. We take away all campaign contributions. And now it's just a tax paid to cost everybody a couple pennies. The only campaigning can be done on public radio or public broadcast. No commercials allowed. Take the money out of the scene and this whole fucking thing will change. I love it. You're love our new it. best friend, by the way. <laughs> What's that? little mike go ahead that's it, this is little mike yeah you're our new best friend now <laughs> oh awesome yeah i don't know who all i even know there i was actually john's best man in his wedding yep. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i didn't know that well yeah so we all have uh slightly different views some are more left some are more libertarian some are more right some are maybe i'm the monarchist here <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> but i used the to be monarch. Uh, i'm only a monarch uh, if i get to be king uh well yeah that's what i'm shooting for <laughs> so uh <laughs> i would probably have been called definitely left of center previously and now i'm generally seen as some uh nutcase right winger but with very few exceptions uh, my same. opinions have not changed whatsoever so uh, no, I, mine not mine neither in any way. Huh? I've always been pro guns. Um, I think gun control is duh obvious. I mean, it says so right in the Second Amendment. The word well regulated, by the way, is right there, militia. But yeah, I mean, I think we need to try to make things a little safer than we are with guns, right? Because uh, I don't think I think we get more shootings than Baghdad. But uh, you know, um, I'm pro healthcare for everyone. And other than that, I'm pro small government and leaving fucking people alone and yeah. let them live their lives. You know what I mean? And that's another thing. I mean, the thing is, like, for me, I've raised five kids and my kids are you know, 22 in their 30s. And believe me, just being around some of these young folks, not my kids, but because they know better. But some of the stupidest shit, as soon as somebody tells me they're woke, I'm just bracing myself. I'm like, oh, fuck, here comes a wave of dumb. Some so, stupid shit's <laughs> about to come. So I'm you know? interested in that because I have uh, kids as well. Um, what age ranges are you talking about? Because I have seen a significant difference between, I would say, uh, anyone that's roughly 24 and under compared to yeah. those above that. In fact, the ones that are the Zoomers, as they're generally called now, have a general backlash against the uh, entitled, woke, social justice, whatever the heck. They're far more like right. uh, my parents and grandparents than either my generation or the boomers or the millennials, it seems. Yeah, and I see that myself. And I, I mean, I work with uh, kids. My kids range from 22 to 32, and there's five of them. So, you know, I think my 25, 26 years old, 28, I don't know. Anyways, my wife keeps track of that stuff. But <laughs> I'm just saying my youngest daughter, you know, I've seen some of her posts on Facebook that just kind of makes me cringe. And I like that she has her own opinion and she's expressing it. It's just unfortunate. Many of these opinions are just based on absolute bullshit. 
And, you know, that's the problem. We don't even know what is a fact anymore. People yeah. don't even agree on that shit, you know. Well, people got to do I, I, Yeah, they got to do their own research. And here's one of the biggest problems about that. People, ha, people, yeah. people are losing the ability to focus on something and learn about it, even if it goes against their own narrative. Right. And we're yeah. training people to be indoctrinated, to receive indoctrination. We're not training people to 100%. do their research. Find but believe me when themselves. I say there's nothing new about that. There's right. nothing new about that. Churches have been doing that for millennia. Right. It's right. just not as many people nowadays are believing in that bullshit anymore. So I guess that's progress. <laughs> but yeah, churches, man, you really believe for one fucking second that Donald Trump standing in front of that fucking dirt church with a Bible in his hand. Oh, you guys really like this book. That was what you call a mockery by a guy who knows how stupid the people he's talking to are. Really? I mean, a mockery. You well, I mean, Trump. he I did would, become I would, president. So. I would take exception to that. He is simply playing to his base. I don't think he yeah. was trying to mock anything. He was saying that this is great, this is great, and they were eating it up. And they are eating it up, exactly. And I am also the guy that gives credit where full credit is due because Donald Trump did something more amazing than anyone I know of in history he has exposed an entire religion for the absolute fraud that it is. That evangelical freaking church in the West is a fraud. I thought you were talking about the, uh, the SJWs, but please continue. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about the new religion of politics, which is what the left that too. is. It's oh, all, but, of, all but about... Make no mistake, the far left and the far right I really wish, and you guys want to do a podcast, let's arrange this. Let's get the far left and the far right out in the middle of Wyoming with guns and let them some bitches kill Jesus each Christ. other so normal fucking people can get back to living a normal life. I'm, I'm, I mean, that's a great idea. I'm not against that. Um, I'm, just not... I'm just more jaded. I'm just more jaded by the far left because you, it's my fucking party. You work, out the, me. you work out the logistics and we'll get that done. I think we need to fight. I think we need to find a uh, a less Lyndon LaRouge kind of uh, solution for this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's hey, amazing, Bart. Bart, we love it. Thanks for coming mm. on. I really appreciate it. Hey, man, awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna find you guys' podcast online. I believe my wife uh, sent me the link. And John, I'll call you later, man. Yeah, right on, brother. Like I said, I appreciate yep. it. Thanks a lot. Yeah, appreciate it. You bet. You guys have a great day. Keep up the good work. You too, uh, brother. But yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he's an equal opportunity. Uh, let's kick it up a notch, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that was excellent. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I so, like to have a uh, outside party, giving a little more input there. That's well, cool. if you guys want to know what the West Coast thinks, I mean, there you go. So, uh, I'm well, sure he's I'm pretty sure he's a uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got his uh, his thumb on the pulse. Yeah, the representative uh, of the entire uh, yeah, left coast. <laughs> Clearly, clearly. Yeah, so where roughly, not exactly, is uh, he at? Uh, north of Seattle uh, by a few minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. Generally know the area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyways, um, I thought he, was, he would be a good person to come on for this because, I mean, he's seen a lot of revolutions um, in the Democratic Party. And he's not happy about it. Like you said, he's he's somebody without a home right now politically because everybody is going to the extremes. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. Like I pointed out to uh, like Mike uh, not too long ago, uh, when I was younger, I actively railed against Jesse Helms and the National Congressional Club and the right wingers like crazy because they were moral majority and everything. They were trying to have very, very authoritarian control. F from the time I was a kid, I, I – one of the first sort of philosophical statements I made when I was discussing other kids, like, I don't know, middle school, elementary school, I said that you can't legislate morality. But that's what they were trying to do. Right. Yeah. That is exactly what the left is trying to do now. I agree. And so there is no good that can come out of that. That is flies in the face of, and as your buddy there was talking about religion, that is what a lot of organized religion uh, the worst case of organized religion tries to do is their own view of quote-unquote morality. But it's really to gain and maintain power. Yes, 100%.
All right, Jay, I'm going to shoot it over to you because you were getting a little spicy about the religion thing, man. What's your take? Well, I'm uh, practicing, well, semi-practicing Catholic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I do have an organized piece to it. However, also a bad Catholic because I don't follow all the dogma. That's how I was raised, and it, it's all that. My view, with the exception of places where I fought, has been you believe in your religion, I'll believe in mine. As long as we can there's, – there's a moral compass that – Religion, regardless of which one it is, provides people. And if you want to believe, if you want to believe, we got the see no evil, hear no evil, and speak no evil monkeys on the table in front of me. <laughs> if you want to believe that these, this, these are your deities, then yeah, good oh, on, they are good on you. As long as, long as you let me be live mine. Now, yeah, inherently there's going to be conflict because right. hey, my my God's better than your God, or hey, my God tells me which is not. The God, it's the preacher that's doing it, whether it be a, a, a mullah or fire and brimstone pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, your religion's wrong. You're okay to go kill these people. That's a different thing. But inherently, religion can be a good thing until you take it to that next extreme and you hold your beliefs over somebody else, right. which is exactly what we're talking about here with the left moving where it is. It's religion of politics, in my, in my opinion. Is, right. Hey, now... I'm here, I'm woke, you can't laugh at certain terms yeah. because they hurt people's feelings, therefore you're automatically a white supremacist, privileged, or whatever the yeah, case may be. It's, it's heresy, you're an apostate. Exactly. You, you're moving outside. And to your point, I am a professing Christian as well. I'm not Catholic. I think in general the Catholic Church, both the Orthodox Church and the Roman Catholic Church, and those that hold faith within them have done far, far, far more good than bad. Now, there have been some times in history that Absolutely. they've some really bad stuff. Absolutely. But on balance, <laughs> no they've been a force for good. So, but what I'm saying is that those who come into power, as I think what you're talking about, get into a situation where they feed upon that power and they don't have some sort of feedback that they would normally have if they were not in a certain state of power. In other words, the people around them are just yes, 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 because they're building up their own power by going along with that power structure. And that is antithetical to the Christian faith, in my opinion. No, I absolutely agree with you. All right. So if you stuck with us for this 52 minutes so far, you've realized we have uh, strayed drastically, <laughs> but probably in some pretty good directions that we might revisit later. Well, and I think it all ties back. Yeah, a little bit. So to wrap things up, um, first I'm going to say thank you to Jay for coming here. Absolutely and pleasure. And showing up. That was a blast. Uh, Bart, uh, Jesus Christ, man, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> Call us back. <laughs> Jesus effing Christ. I just... <laughs> uh, Tom, uh, social media, how we doing, man? Uh, well, we have uh, parsed this up a bit, but... Uh... You know, I think the uh, the tumblers have gone by the wayside, unless Mike is picking that up. Uh, Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm, I'm barely doing the job I have. Same same with the the par. I am very impressed though. You did you did a post or two there, so that's uh, you know, yeah. uh, it, it's infinitely better than nothing. Minimal effort. <laughs> exactly the complete opposite of your maximum effort catchphrase. So yeah. Yeah, I guess we've been a little active on uh, Twitter, not so much on some of the other things, a uh, little on Facebook, uh, mine certainly, um, some other posts here and there. But yeah, any, any place you type in your favorite web search, three equals five, not the numbers, but like type it out, three, the word equals the word five, the word. Yeah, you'll find us. So uh, please interact with us. We'd love to have some hate mail. I'm sure I can get some from the pedos. Oh Jesus! <laughs> let's well, yeah. let's little Mike protect yourself. Uh, if you do want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash three equals five spelled out like Tom said. And with that, uh, this is going to be a special, so it's coming out today. So in a few minutes, you'll be getting this. So check us out. Have a good week. Smoke break. Oh yeah, smoke break. Thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> You did very well. Yeah, I thought that was good. I figured you would be far more guarded and you were quite vocal.